0: Right, Justin. So I have a story I want to tell you about my journey to play this game. Do you (laughs) want to hear that tonight or or tonight? Do you want to hear that before we do the review? As we get into the review or now?
1: It's it's up to you because I also went through this same journey.
0: So no, mine's a little different. So I'll 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 tell the journey of where we were together, and I'll tell you that where I had to diverge.
1: Like, are are you talking about purchasing this game?
0: So purchasing is is the first leg of the journey. That's like fellowship.
1: Okay, alright, yeah, okay, let's hear, it. let's hear it
0: So, I went to buy these games yep. uh, On the PS3 store Went in there, it took a while to had it update, I had my PS3 uh-huh. on for a while uh uh-huh. Which was a pain in the dick um, Got them in the cart, and then it wouldn't go And then I had to figure out how to like You had to add money to your wallet And then for some reason I couldn't add money to my wallet So I had to go to Amazon and buy a wallet card To get money to add to my wallet To then buy it And I got it downloaded and was ready to go similar part to you? Uh
1: kind of. I had to remove all of my payment methods except for paying with my wallet. <laughs> uh it wouldn't take
0: so, so you didn't try using a gift card.
1: No, I did. So oh, I okay. so what I had to do is I had to go on Amazon buy a gift card. Yeah, yeah. Which I've done which, you know, I yeah, yeah. na- now done multiple times to get a bunch of games when I really should just fucking jailbreak that PS3. Um but anyways, um So I I did that. I tried to buy it and it still wouldn't go through and I couldn't figure out why. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, My credit cards are on here. So it says, oh, take off all your, like I was Googling and it said, take off all your, all your payment methods. So I did that on the system and then it said, and it still wouldn't go through. And I was Googling and Googling and Googling, couldn't find anything. And eventually some guy was like, oh yeah, they don't take PayPal so if you have a PayPal account linked on it, you have to actually go onto a computer and remove that. You can't do that from the system. Jeez. And because I just set everything up through PayPal now, uh, yeah, I had to go do that. And then
0: make these old games easier to play. Companies well, and people. The, won't the worst anyway part is.
1: Them. The worst part is, I've since bought games on like my PS5, yeah. so I had to go back, re-add it over. And then I was like, oh shit, I forgot to buy Fatal Frame 2. I have one and three. I forgot to buy two. So I went back. I had to fucking do it all over again, take it all off, download, buy it, download it, go back to my PS5, add it all again. It's just fucking such a pain in the ass.
0: <laughs> so that was a similar story to me. I, mm-hmm. I downloaded it on Friday. Saturday, I was watching football. Uh, so Sunday, I watched the Dolphins play. No, sorry. Before I watched the Dolphins play, I decided I was going to get up early and put some hours in the Fatal Frame. Yep. Click on the thing. It's already downloaded. It won't boot. It The, the PlayStation turns off. Like, well, that's weird. I try loading up one of my PS1 games. Totally fine. Try loading a PS3 game I have digitally downloaded. Works totally fine. Put in a PS3 disc. Works totally fine. Put in a PS1 disc. Totally fine. Went on Reddit to figure out what was going on, and apparently the PS2 OS is separate from the PS1 and the PS3 OS. And as these systems get older, the thermo pace goes bad, so when it tries to boot the PS2 OS, the PlayStation 3 kills.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So at 8 o'clock in the morning, I called my good friend Casey, who lives in Columbus, like 45 minutes away, and I was like, bro, I need to borrow your PS3. And he's like, I got you. So I drove there at 8 o'clock in the morning on Sunday to get his PS3 to re-download Fatal Frame, to come back here and to play it, and then I'll talk about the rest of my journey when we review it, but I had to go bar. I have two PS3s sitting here next to me now.
1: (laughs) Aren't you fucking bougie, those things were like $800 when they came out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm rich, I'm rich.
0: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, if you can't tell, we are reviewing Fatal Frame tonight, it is our first game review of this new season. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun, but before we get into that, what has been new? Justin, it's actually been over a week since we recorded Black Cat kind of early, Uh, so I'm assuming you have a lot of things you want to talk
1: about. Oh, man. Fuck, now I have to try and remember what I did in the last week and a half instead of a week. Um, Yeah, I actually, uh, I'll start with tonight because that's easier. Uh, I started playing Slime Rancher 2. Uh, I just love those games. If you've never played it, it's basically like a farming simulator kind of. Uh-huh. You except for you're like going around collecting slimes. It's really weird. It's it's a lot of fun. It's like super colorful and cool, like kid friendly. So I just I just play that with my kids. Um. Uh, I started Shadow Hearts already because uh-huh. we miss basic. Where I'm going to be missing basically a week of our month to beat it. Yeah. Uh. And it is like thirty hours or something or twenty four hours or something like that.
0: Yeah. I will be putting in. I think my plan was five hours a week.
1: Yeah. um, I made it to the first boss. It is very hard. Why can't you give me easy games? (laughs) It's not like, but but I mean, it's it's JRPG hard. So you just gotta like grind, grind up a little bit, and it's fine. Um, Combat system is actually a lot of fun. I I really like it. It's it keeps it, it. I can see it getting annoying, definitely, but it's. A nice way to like keep you engaged while you're playing okay. um and it obviously it basically makes you in charge of how well your character is going to hit or miss um and we're like remember it's you'll understand um but other than that um i started playing the outbound ghost which is a indie developers version of paper mario Oh, that was in cool. your door except for you are a ghost and that's all i really know i haven't put too much time into it it just okay. came yesterday i think or today i honestly i don't remember um i've done some other things <laughs> now's the time where i try to remember honestly I, I don't think i've actually played too much this week i've been really busy writing i'm sure. trying to get a bunch of bunch of stuff done by the end of the month because october is going to be a very very busy month writing Mm -hmm. um movie wise i watched the barbarian which was yes
0: i appreciate you keeping it very quiet i do intend to see it i just haven't gotten around to it
1: yeah i'm not going to say anything except for i enjoyed it go watch it but don't watch a trailer just like go in as blind as you can i think i saw
0: a trailer months ago at the theater but that was it
1: i like i saw a trailer and i still was very shocked. Cool. So I, I think it, it, you're still good. Um, I do think it is a movie that'll get spoiled very quickly. Uh, especially how Twitter works and stuff.
0: And TikTok.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I don't go on TikTok. So I'm you're too old out. for it. You're not too old for it. <laughs> uh, no, I don't need thirst traps on there. <laughs> but other, other than that, um, yeah, I've just been writing a ton. I've been, cool. I'm caught up on house of the dragon um what we do yeah i i'm i don't know what's gonna happen next episode i'm a little nervous to be honest with you the time jump is that when it is is the next episode yeah i yeah i'm not sure what's gonna happen uh but because i am i'm actually starting to enjoy that character that we're gonna that is getting recast
0: which one there will a lot of them getting recast
1: oh um I don't want to like say it in case people haven't watched it.
0: Well, yeah, there's there's been no major deaths. You're talking about Allison or Rhaenyra. Uh, Rhaenyra. Okay.
1: I'm actually starting to enjoy her, like her character. Yeah, it's a lot. been
0: very interesting for me because I read the book, so I know the I know like the story. Mm. So it's been fun listening to people's like guesses and like theories and stuff because if they follow have... what it should be, I know.
1: I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Which is why it's just
0: fun. It's it's very it's it's very different. I can just kind of sit back and listen and enjoy it. Yeah,
1: that's fair um man i feel like i've been playing some other stuff oh i started i continuing my replay through of god of war because that comes yep. out in like two months and i'm so fucking excited for that um
0: man you gotta start keeping a doc man i know i I'm,
1: I'm gonna have to because i've just honestly like i i get home and i i get home from work i finish an article and then i just zone it for the rest of the night um yeah i've just been writing like crazy honestly Dude. um i'm sure there's a ton of other stuff that i could talk about but i i don't remember what about you larry
0: uh tv i finished harley quinn season three.
1: Oh, nice how's that going
0: fantastic it was amazing um left on a really fun not even a cliffhanger but it's like a like a, a setup for the next season it looks really great it, i can't say enough about it um i'm also current on house of the dragon um I felt the last two episodes have been kind of blah in comparison to, like, the first three.
1: Well, they've they've been a lot more... They, they've they been definitely trying to push the plot a lot more.
0: Yeah. So, I'm still enjoying it, but I'm waiting for some more action to come. Right. I have two episodes left on Season 1, of Attack on Titan. And I am up to date on Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power.
1: Oh, I, f- I haven't even started the show.
0: Um... The writing is a lot weaker than House of the Dragon. It's like kind of watching at the same time. It's quite remarkable the the quality of the writing difference. I will say my absolute favorite part of Rings of Power, this isn't a spoiler, is Elrond hanging out with Durin and the dwarves.
1: Yeah, I'm. That means nothing to me anyway. So So
0: El, you know, you know who Elrond is, right?
1: sounds familiar but that's
0: he's uh a... he's mr smith from the matrix oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah he's that elf but yeah, it's his okay. younger self and he's hanging out with the dwarves oh interesting and literally whenever they're on screen it is just amazing my favorite character is deesa who is Dur uh king duran's um wife okay interesting. super super good movies i've watched a lot i watched the original american tale
1: like five old goes west
0: so there's a form before that we actually have fightful goes west we're watching it tomorrow that's the sequel to the original american tale oh
1: but it's it's but it's like that it's like yeah it's those characters yeah Yeah, it's just the
0: one that preceded fightful goes west Yeah, yeah yeah i watched hellraiser revelations and judgment that review is coming sometime soon from rachel's podcast holy shit um that's all i'm gonna say i watched x
1: oh how did you what did you think I enjoyed it. Devin liked it a lot more than me. Um, I think I might be in the same camp as you then. I thought it was okay. Yeah.
0: I thought it was okay. I'm, I'm,
1: I have heard that every everybody who has seen Pearl, as far as I'm aware and I have, like, heard from, enjoys Pearl a lot more. Martin Square
0: says he says it's one of the best movies he's seen in the past year. So, Interesting. I mean, I... I, I like Martin Scorsese. Some people may not, but like I think that's really high praise for a horror film. So I, I think we're, we 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 have intentions of going to see that. Uh, and then I watched the second Studio Ghibli film, Grave of the Fireflies. Have you seen that?
1: No, I've always wanted to. But Justin I've is so seen fucking his... depressing. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So that's why holy, I've
0: kind of away. holy fuck! But I actually just picked up My Neighbor Totoro.
1: Totoro. Mm. Totoro. Um,
0: Totoro. I picked that up, and we're going to watch that tomorrow night
1: that is such a fun movie
0: yeah we watched the trailer we watched the trailer beforehand it looks super cute which is nice because greater the fireflies was (laughs) fucking dark game fatal frame that was it uh we're gonna be talking about it we're gonna be talking about it books is where i've done my most work i finished that darth plagis book uh absolutely amazing absolutely It, it might be my favorite star wars book and i have read a lot of the legends content um and the current content too. I it was I was talking to Devin about it and I think a lot of people may not like it because it's very like it's politics. It's plagious, insidious, like setting the stage, like setting the trade disputes, treading the political discord to set up everything that happens in the original prequels. Okay. Um but it's just fantastic and it just reads so well and they, they like talk about like different characters throughout like kind of bring them in and stuff and it's just done amazingly well so so good uh i finished prisoner of azkaban it's still my favorite harry potter book after all these years um i finished the wide window which is the third series of unfortunate events uh tim curry is no longer narrating but it's actually narrated by the author lemony snicket which is kind of cool
1: oh interesting well well i know uh tim curry obviously has like a lot of health issues yeah so i'm wondering is that why like
0: i don't know i don't know yeah. I, just, I was just kind of taken aback when in the, the voice changed i read uh the book the Transale saga by gary paulson he's the author of hatchet if you've read that it was a book i read when i was a kid it's definitely like a teen book um basically it's about this kid who's out backpacking in the desert who gets like transported through his time portal and he's like has to survive in this like foreign world it's survival lit like building tree houses and hunting yeah this something i remember of my childhood uh i finished the fourth series of unfortunate events which is the miserable mill uh it was okay the problem was is the voice that they chose for mr sir who's like one of the bad guys in the book is brutal and it made the entire last third of that book very fucking hard to listen to interesting like it was just like it was he was trying to be abrasive, and when it's in short bursts, it's fine. But when he's like pushing the narrative, it was rough. Um, the The physical book I'm reading right now, though, because I finished Transville Saga, is Mistborn: The Final Kingdom. It's the first one of the Mistborn saga from Brandon Sanderson. Have you read those books?
1: I've heard about them, but I've never like I don't know if they're good, and I've never read one myself.
0: So, I am a hundred some pages into Final Kingdom. I've never read Sanderson before, either. It's amazing. So, did you read Dune?
1: Uh, I got about halfway through in the audiobook. So you know how
0: fucking brutal it is, that first half, where it's like a bunch of fucking bullshit and a lot of explaining and stuff. See, me and the P have had this conversation. Uh, I love you, Matthew, but you're a little pretentious. Um, And he knows that. I've told him that to his face. Sanderson is definitely setting up a world he's setting up his system of magic he's setting up like a class system he's setting up this fantasy world but it's not fucking annoying like he's telling you stuff he's not feeding it to you right he's not like xyz right he's he is setting up this world and making you do a little bit of work but he's not like making you have to like flip back through pages and go to an index to figure shit out and it's very fast and the characters are very interesting um i love it. it it's been hard to put down it's honestly the biggest reason why i wasn't um playing fatal frame as much as i should have been because i just i i got home from work and before Devin got home i wanted to read it
1: maybe i'll uh I, i'm on the last dark tower book i uh-huh. think i have about 20 hours left so maybe after like the next week or two whenever i decide to finish it i'll uh i'll yeah. move on to that
0: I, I i find it very interesting and it, it, it's, it's 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 still got some like heavier themes. But the writing is very, like, light. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely it does.
0: Um, and then I'm listening to two audiobooks. One is like my nighttime book, which is a series of unfortunate events, and I'm on the Austere Academy. The other one is when I'm, like, driving or when I'm uh, at work working on stuff. It's the 20th anniversary edition of Heir to the Empire, which is the first book in the Thrawn trilogy. Have you listened to the 20th anniversary edition?
1: Um, Sorry, hold on. I'll have to. <laughs> no, you're okay. You're okay. I I it was through Audible a year or two ago. So
0: the reason I ask, it is hands down the best Audible book I've ever listened to in my life.
1: Sorry, I I promise I am listening. I'm just opening no, my I, Audible. I, I, yeah, to see. I, I know you are. I
0: know you are. It is. It has John Williams score in it. It has sound effects, but they're not overbearing. It just like adds to the the influence. His voice for Han, Luke, and Leia is like fucking perfect. His voice for Thrawn is perfect.
1: Yes, it is the 20th anniversary. It's But as soon as you so said it has John Williams scoring it, I knew. Because, yes, yeah. absolutely. That was like it's one of my so, big takeaways. Yeah, it's
0: so fucking good. So that's been awesome. Um, other stuff. Michigan State football sucks. Miami Dolphins pulled off the best comeback I personally have ever seen in the NFL. Um, so they'll probably lose on Sunday and ruin my good time. And Aaron Judge has hit 60 home runs. And... He, i'm hoping he hits 65 before the season's up that's all i got you ready to talk about fatal
1: frame uh oh one more thing that I, oh yes I did
0: you watch the trailer that rachel posted for knock at the door no okay so it comes out in february okay i think people know i'm not a big fan of trailers but this is based on the book cabin at the end of the world which okay. i read a few weeks ago i talked about it here on the pod
1: yeah 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 okay
0: The trailer might be the best trailer I have seen in a very long time because it literally is just what you read on the inside of the book.
1: Hmm.
0: And it establishes everything you need to know, and it is fucking perfect. I was telling Devin that the main character, not main character, one of the main characters, Leonard, um, in my head, I was having a really hard time visualizing what he looked like. Uh, Just because the way they describe him, and Dave Batista is playing him in the movie perfect casting. Like as soon as okay. I saw him playing that role, I was like, holy shit, that was perfect casting. It looks amazing. I do warn people if it follows the book, it is it's very fucking dark.
1: Okay. All right. But
0: it No, looks I mean I'll,
1: I'll watch awesome. it tonight like with Michelle or whatever, but uh
0: Yeah, and let, let me know what you think, but the okay. it it does. And we are also uh
1: Oh yeah, okay. I I thought I heard our phones go off at the exact same time and was really, really concerned. But yes, yes, that thing. Yes,
0: something is in the works that Justin and I are working on. We can't talk about it yet. But uh, long time listeners of the podcast
1: should be excited. Yes. Um. Also, I will. I did forget to mention. I started reading a manga today or this week. Or yes. no, Last last week, I picked actually, it up actually because week.
0: of you. I picked up a couple. Which one are you reading?
1: Uh, I just started with uh, the Twilight Princess. First I got the Twilight
0: Princess. The first two of that. Mm-hmm. I got a Kingdom Hearts one, which I didn't know existed. I got a Final Fantasy one, that I didn't know existed, and Dude. I got the Chainsaw Guy you were talking about.
1: Yes. I I haven't uh, I haven't continued Chainsaw. I just have been out of work all week, you yeah. out with appointments and stuff. Trying to find out if I need fucking surgery. Uh, I find out next week, so that's maybe exciting. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll be clarity. I sent you exactly. a meme earlier of your body. Yep. Did you like Oh, that? I know. I was like, oh, yeah, that's how it feels today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So with all that, guys, I think it's finally time. Justin, let's review Fatal Frame. Right, uh, first playthrough for both of us, correct?
1: Um, first playthrough that I completed the game. I have played through the opening chapter of this game, like okay. the prologue, and a little bit of when you first get a hold of uh, Miku. Is that her name? Sorry. Yeah. I'm fucking horrible at names, but yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, like a little. The names
0: bit. are definitely my weakest part of this uh, discussion.
1: Uh, Mafuyu and Miku. Okay, Mafuyu is the brother.
0: Okay. Um. Justin kept telling me to play this. (laughs)
1: Yep. I told dude. I fucking told you, it's hard.
0: (laughs) And what I want to say is, I have spent a lot of time working on my notes and thinking about it. Um, No, at no point in time was I frustrated like a Blasto, or even (laughs) a Thrones. Right. This is a different kind of frustration. I think my scores are very fair, Uh, but when we get to gameplay, I think it's probably going to be going to be a a very fun conversation. So that's kind of like my little bit of background before we get into it. I was up till two o'clock in the morning last night playing it and beating it (laughs) because I told Justin I would get it done. I was going to push, and I had to push one fucking time on this podcast. And even though I had to restart night three twice because of the goddamn bunk.
1: Dude, I tell you that, monk, as soon as you see him, you fucking run. Lit- so I I got lost. Or no, I was looking for a. I mean, we'll get into it, obviously, but I was looking for a, a, a shining mirror piece. Oh, one. dude. The, the reviving pieces. Dude, I. Oh, man. And the walkthrough I read, because I was, like, looking through a walkthrough to, like, see where they were.
0: I don't know how the fuck you did a written walkthrough, because so much of that shit you couldn't see.
1: Oh, oh let's see. Oh, dude. I don't do video walkthroughs. I do not like them, because the. And I, I think this will come up. The zero shot is a perfect example. Why? The zero shot was like explained in like in the thing. It was like, oh, this bo- this ghost might come up. If it does, if you get a zero shot in, and immediately there you can go. What's a zero shot? You you control F, zero shot, and it brings you right to what is a zero shot and how to do one. <laughs>
0: All right, we'll get into that. What's the background um, on our Fatal Frame?
1: Well, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, no. Okay, well, so just remind me of the monk. Oh, no, I'll just say. Cause We're really going
0: right. to discuss. The monk the, is going to be discussed, I promise you.
1: The walkthrough I read literally said, if you come across the monk, don't even try to fight it. Just fucking run. <laughs> so I was like, all right. God damn it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Fatal Frame is a horror game developed by Tec- Tecmo for the PlayStation 2, and it's actually the first installment in the Fatal Frame series. Um, They did eventually release an Xbox version uh, and re-released it on the PlayStation Network. Excuse me, in 2013. Uh, There are differences in the Xbox version. It just basically looks a little better. I think they add a few costumes and they add like a, a mode where you just like can go, like there's no story. It's basically like a survive as long as you can kind of thing. I believe so. I tried to look it up quickly. I couldn't really find anything on it. Um, but, do you know what other games Tecmo has done? Tekken. Sorry, I'm trying to see here, because I believe we've actually done one of their... Do they do Tekken? Uh Sorry. My webpage Did you ask just... you asked me a question?
0: He didn't know the answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my my page just reloaded, so now everything's, like, all over the place. Now who's having um,
0: internet issues, Justin?
1: So there's one reason why I wanted to bring them up. Okay. Because you are a Pokemon man. Have you ever played Pokemon Conquest?
0: No, but it's on my list. It's one of the games okay. I wanted to play. I know what it is, yeah. Oh.
1: Okay, well. I know what it is. Anyways... I, I uh, they published it, I believe. Oh no, they developed it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but um, one thing I was gonna look up here was sorry, I closed a bunch of my fucking tabs because I actually had sales. Um. Yes. So Fatal Frame has sold 1.3 uh, million copies as a series. Okay. So it is a very low selling, well, low in comparison to, like, the other big hitters. Yeah, I just, I I thought that was interesting. Um, But the concept of the game came to the director shortly after he finished work on Tecmo's Deception Invitation to Darkness. The reason I wanted to bring this up is because it sounds, I've never played it, but uh-huh. it sounds like a game we might be able to play. This Not if
0: the controls are like this my friend
1: so it is a almost top down game where you set traps in a room and try to like basically soldiers will enter the room trying to capture the like i believe it's like the princess of like satan's daughter or something like that and you have to set up a like a rube goldberg machine of like trying to like kill all these. That probably be pretty sure I could
0: easily find a walkthrough to make that oh, yeah. super easy. Yeah. Uh,
1: anyways, I just I wanted to bring that up because I, I'd never heard of it, and it's like oh okay interesting. Anyways, um, during the early development, a large amount of effort went into adjusting the lighting. Um. Obviously, like if it's a little hard to tell now, but uh, the the lighting is like almost, like, accurate to, like, how it represents, how light represents itself in, like, real life. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, um, yeah, that's... Oh, uh, the camera obscure was actually not in the initial discussion of creating this game. Uh, They had talked about using, like, light sources to, like, repel the ghosts, but eventually they wanted to add some kind of, like, offensive... Weapon you can use, which It's a, it a
0: good term. <laughs>
1: uh, funny enough, um, the camera's design was based on a German military camera, yeah. and that is literally all I could find on this game. Okay. Uh, unless you want me to talk more about Tecmo or the in, the Deception game, because all people want to talk about it is that that game series. <laughs>
0: Oh, I, I do not want to talk about it, especially if we do end up playing it. So, if that's what you got, I have a stopwatch here in front of me. Are you ready?
1: Um. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Three, two, one, go.
1: Okay, uh, your older brother goes into this mansion because he hears about some writer who disappears. He goes through, finds a camera, a bunch of weird shit happens. He gets killed by the uh, the strangle ghost. I forget her name, whatever. Uh, you And you as Miku go through, and you know your brother's alive somewhere. And you kind of like go through and try to figure out what happened in the mansion. And uh, you're trying to find your brother. You get guided along by some like weird creepy doll looking girl. Um, and then at the end of every night this rope maiden comes out and attacks you. Um, And then on the final night, basically that shit happens for a bunch of nights. And then on the final night, uh, you find your brother and, oh, the whole time you're collecting like shattered pieces of mirror. Um, And on the final night, you're like fighting the big rope maiden goddess lady. uh, Something happens, I forget. And she breaks your camera and the last piece of the mirror was in there. And then you put the mirror in the rock and then she like, Turns back to good and has to like use his sacrifice herself to hold the malice back from this cave opening. And your brother stays and uh, sacrifices himself to help the girl s- store the malice.
0: I'll you go ten seconds long. That was pretty good. You did yeah. you did miss one part where we watch her mom kill herself, and then have to kill her with a camera.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's fair.
0: Obviously, we started plot and yes, it's very fresh for me. I would say. I just
1: realized I forgot to hit the music button there. And whatever. (laughs) No music this week, guys. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Uh, Plot, to me, was probably the weakest of everything. Even gameplay. And the reason for that is the game starts off strong. The game ends strong. And I think that... Like plot wise? Yeah, I think that story is very good the walkthrough i was following found all of the journal entries so i got the full story there are some that are very obvious that you can't miss but there are some that like i was talking about you cannot see them
1: like yeah, little, little there's a little, lot of hidden things
0: yeah and i think that might be even more offensive than like my criticism with souls games where it's, like, hidden in menus. This isn't even hidden in menus. This is, like, it's hidden within the game, and you you don't find it, you don't know. Because I yeah. feel like... You you saw you do the same thing over and over again multiple nights. I feel like... The middle was added for padding, and I feel like the story existed here and existed here, and everything else was meant to stretch it out.
1: Yeah. And Absolutely. that's
0: annoying to me. And then hiding shit in menus and notes... That do help flesh out the story. But it's it's hidden. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't think it's a fair way to tell a story. I When I think of good narrative stories, like, I think of Control, which had a lot of stuff in menus. Uh, breaking away from horror a little bit, like Arkham Asylum or God of War 2018. I think of those games. Those games also have stuff. But... They tell you a story. You can go find out more things and flesh out the story, but the general story is there. And I feel like this game really commits that cardinal sin, which is something I just do not like.
1: That's fair. I mean, I I don't feel as strongly because I I, I do feel like there is a mostly complete story from from start to end. Okay. I mean, obviously that middle part is definitely just padding, but it's it's weird because in the middle part of the game is also where you get like my favorite encounters um
0: yeah but that's not that's game no that's no well plot. that's
1: a, th- i know that's why i'm like i'm trying to pull my because like a lot of the ghosts have like skin in the game for plot like in in the plot itself
0: if you found their narrative backgrounds yeah
1: yeah <laughs> But see, I also like, shot, I like, walked in a room and like, moved my light around a bunch.
0: Oh, yeah, I did that too. Because I was watching someone. So I, I got, I'm oh, saying, yeah. I got everything. So
1: that's what I'm saying.
0: I was, okay. I was very blessed to get the whole story. And yeah. it was important to me to do that because I, I know that people in the past feel like I don't get that, right? Because I, I kind of played things fast. So that's why I did a hundred percent walkthrough of it. I just, it's not a way to tell a story to me. It's like no, I, mean, I, I think about movies, fair. or I think about God, for, God forbid, books. Like, it's just not a good way to tell a story. It's just not, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I see. For me, it's like, don't get me wrong. I don't think this is like the best told plot yeah. ever or anything. Like that. I know it's not that. I just I think it's a an interesting idea, and it ha- it's like almost like you can see the building blocks to something better.
0: That's going to be a big narrative that I have for gameplay.
1: Yeah, oh, that's a big narrative for me, like, the whole way through. Um,
0: I I do think the story of, like, your brother going missing and having that prologue and kind of setting the tone a little bit. And then you, the sister, going to go and try to find him and kind of dealing with, like, some trauma in your past and the trauma of the ghosts. I do find it compelling. I do find it interesting. Even when I was, like, up really late last night and getting frustrated at some point, we'll talk about in gameplay. Like, I did find it compelling. I do like this game, and I am excited to continue on to Fatal Frame 2 later on in the season. It's more just... I feel like we could have fleshed out the story. Like, we, we, we never even discussed what the fuck Malice was. We have these guys in the yeah, mask. No, in, in the Maiden ritual, which was really never fleshed out, even in the notes. There's yeah. just so many things that are questionable there. And maybe they touch on it in Crimson Butterfly, which I think is too. Um, yes. I, I, I'm um, hoping we dive into it more but I don't know if this is it and this is all we get I feel like there was a lot of missed opportunity because I feel like there is an interesting story here yeah. I feel like what, what I feel like is there's a there's a YouTube short called Lights Out I'm not sure if you've seen it or not about this woman, yeah. she, she turns the light out she sees a demon in the hallway, she turns the lights on, the demon's gone and basically the demon gets closer there's no time the lights turns out and then at the end of it the demon pops up next to her bed and turns out the lights it's like four minutes long they and that was it was really scary. Highly recommend it if you want a spooky if you want a spooky little YouTube short. They made a movie based on that. They made yeah, it sure almost it horrible. Yeah. And that's what I feel like this. I feel like there is an interesting thing here. I feel like it's interesting when it's short and I feel like as you pad shit into it the interestingness goes away.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see that. No, I I mean I I do, I do agree. It's you're sure it's got Your a lot also
0: of... amazing, by the way.
1: My Cthulhu aid?
0: Yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs>
1: thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: I finally saw what the other word was. I kept seeing A, but I couldn't see the first one.
1: Oh, and then, and yeah. I see Riza,
0: so that's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a giant Kool-Aid, man. It's so fucking cool. It's such a cool shirt. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, I, I, I do agree. Like, it's, it's hard because I do really, really, really like the idea because it isn't something we really get a lot in video games sure but it doesn't it is very
0: asian inspired i think it's probably deception obviously one of the first games we played and that was very like, inspired by asian culture it was definitely not yes. an american kind of story and I, I felt we got that here as well which i did appreciate and maybe this is more of a narrative structure from their perspective which is something that i could totally miss but if i'm reviewing it on myself and what i oh like no absolutely
1: see... so that's what i'm saying Is like it, it's I I love the idea of it a lot. Yeah. I do agree. It isn't, like, super concise and, like, it has a lot of work to do if it wants to tell, like, a a really good story. I I don't think by any means it's, like, fantastic. Okay. Because you are right. I – it is hard to gather all those pieces and kind of keep them in your – like, keep them – in your thoughts, really, while playing, because I mean, it's yeah, it's my issue with those notes, really, is that Resident Evil does notes so well. So well. Silent Hill does too. Si- oh, well, that's my thing. So does Silent Hill. And this came I out feel...
0: after several iterations of those games, too.
1: Oh, I know. I actually just wrote a piece on Fail Frame for Jet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it it has a lot of work to do. I agree. In its like in its storytelling, I will say apparently Fatal Frame Two is the highest rated in the entire series. I have so. heard,
0: and, I, and yeah, so yeah, plot. I gave it a but five. Anyways,
1: I, I gave it a six.
0: Okay, gameplay. I,
1: I think this is where we might differ a lot. Okay,
0: this is pretty much your basic survival horror limited health limited ammo for the camera um
1: except for you can always reload to 30 of the basic if you need it can you really oh i'm sorry did your 100 percent walkthrough not tell you that no it
0: didn't, they didn't say anything it was silent the whole time whenever i got low i would switch until the other stuff
1: yeah you can uh I always you try go to keep up to
0: 10 and everything 10 yeah
1: i had (laughs) by the end i had 99 of the basic and 99 of the next level up and then 50 of the one above that the red and then the gold the gold i had three because that's what i used on the final boss (laughs) so
0: okay let me talk about pros the survival horror you have puzzles the puzzles make sense I feel like they could have done a little bit better of explaining, like, where to go throughout the map and how to do things. I feel like there's a lot of it that was really left to user interpretation in a game that didn't function all that well. Uh, I'm not going to dock it for that. I, I, I do think it could have been better. Like, some of the, the demon tags where used to take a picture of a ghost's face on a wall, like, it made no sense. Like, but there were other ones that, like, made perfect sense. You know, to get rid of the demon tag, the the the, the piece of paper, or whatever. So that was kind of frustrating to me, just because like I felt like it could. And sometimes it was done well. At times it wasn't done well. Puzzles were fine. Mass puzzles were fine. They made sense. I mean, I've played enough Resident Evil and Silent Hill that it's kind of old hat, right? So let's. Do you want to talk upgrading the camera, or do you want to talk taking pictures of the ghosts?
1: Oh, it's up to you. I think. uh Why don't we go upgrading camera for? Well, no. Let's. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Like one, there's there's a one hand you get, feeds the one hand, on hand feeds the other. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do um,
0: capturing ghosts first. Okay. So the way it works is your camera allows you to take pictures of the ghosts and use the energy to like damage them and to send them off.
1: Yeah, you exercise the. There ex. You have exercise film. That's
0: right, that's right. Uh. When you take pictures of them, if you charge the camera up enough, it does more damage. Different kind of film does more damage, and you can upgrade the camera, which we'll get into later. My problem with it is the movement controls and the collision that the character has. There are some times where you would be walking down a hallway with nothing around you, and your character could not progress forward, and that fucking sucks. And then you get into combat, and you're trying to run away, and you're stuck, the, the button to load the, pull the camera up to take a picture was very slow. I felt like it didn't react very well for me. I feel like the ghosts sometimes move in very unfair ways. Like there were times where like like I, I literally like I would kind of get into a pattern with the ghosts movement and then it would change its pattern when I was trying to take a picture and I felt like it was very like intentional on the AI's part maybe I'm wrong. But the very bad character movement, and then the way you control the camera by pushing O to push R1 to take a picture, and you can move the view with the left stick, and then the right stick, you can move your character. Like, sometimes I'll try to back up to kind of keep away from it, but then, it would, again, the collision issue came into play. And this is what I was talking about, how, like, I saw all threads of something good, because the idea behind this i find very interesting i just feel like its implementation was lackluster and that's i guess i want to say that on ghosts there's more i can build upon that but that's going to tie into like upgrading the camera and stuff and i want to try to have the two conversations so what do you think about the ghosts
1: uh the ghosts so i never had the issue of like hitting like collision oh you you just try backing
0: up when you're taking pictures
1: no, every time I needed to move, I dropped the... I didn't know until the very end of the game that you could move with the camera up. So I would take a picture, drop the camera, and run. Oh, yeah, this, this person
0: I was following was like fucking, like, backing up and taking pictures as he was backing up.
1: Yeah, I was not doing that. I was. Remember like,
0: that room with, like, the partitions? Yes. There's, like, yeah. the different lines in the partitions. He was just... He never dropped the camera the whole time when he was fighting that fucking monk. He was just, like, navigating with keeping the camera on it.
1: Oh yeah, see that's like that. Ha- that requires a level of like knowing the your surroundings too well. I would literally take a picture, run to the other side, turn around, take a picture, wait for the ghost to catch up me, to go to the other side, and you I also I enjoyed it that. run
0: from the ghost too, which kind of pissed me off. I tried to run from like there are like some that are obviously bosses, but like there are others that would just follow you through walls and shit, and that pissed me off. As someone who's played Final Fa- uh, Final Fantasy, has Resident Evil, so and Silent. you can
1: run from ghosts. They follow you. Yeah, for like a room. And then they'd stop following you. <laughs> uh, the monk, you have to... I, I believe the monk will follow you through two rooms. And then he, you can run away from him. And then he'll just like disappear. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you can run away from ghosts. <laughs> so I
0: I ran to the next room. And I continued. The, the chasers continued. And they continued coming after me. So I thought you couldn't run from them.
1: Yeah. It's okay. Whatever. <laughs> um, the, uh, the ghost so movement. <laughs> uh, the ghost movements. Uh, I, I There was really only one for me that was unfair, which is the monk. Uh, but the other ones, I actually really liked a lot. Especially when it came to the blind maiden who made you rethink how you how you approach ghosts. Because if you stand still, wait, and like don't move a muscle while you're fighting her. Wait for your camera to charge. You'll get a zero shot chance. Take that zero shot. Spin directly around. Like 180. And she'll appear there with another zero shot chance. And she'll be dead. Like. I loved it. This is like.
0: This guy was not doing that. Again he basically went into (laughs) a room. Triggered the ghost encounter. And then just held his camera up and backed up.
1: Yeah I did not do that. I, I like. For each one I had like different. A different strategy but the blind maiden was my favorite though because she is the, to me the most terrifying because she's like
0: oh my eyes like she's like she was the one who gave me the most problems even even with the monk the monk I got down into a rhythm and I kind of at that point the problem with the monk is that I had burned through all my mats on the yeah. blind maiden in chapter 1 or chapter 2 whatever night that was
1: it's chapter, it's chapter 2 so yeah. the blind maiden I got hurt the first time you meet her and then she never touched me again <laughs> because i learned that like because like i was like oh she's blind so maybe if i don't move she won't know where i am and she doesn't so that works <laughs> um i will say the the sorry the there there's actually two i found annoying sorry the second one i found annoying was i believe on night two or three i can't remember but it, no the heads were fine the heads i could zero zero shot and take out in like one hit stop saying but, zero uh, shot but it it says it. It gives you instructions in the game on how to do one as well.
0: I kept seeing that motherfucker doing, it. And I was like, is he pushing the trigger at the right time? Like, what is he doing to get that? So yeah, so it would like build camera. up,
1: and then basically the viewfinder would like flash yellow when they're yeah. about to attack. And yeah, you do that, and it like shoots them back, and that's how you get like extra points and stuff too. To I,
0: I got that sometimes. But I never. I only got zero shot very few times because I was trying to wait for that gold trigger thing. And I would either hit it too soon or I'd miss, and then they'd be on my dick, just ripping me apart. And oh my god, I was getting so fucking mad.
1: <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. This was like this game. I wasn't sure when I first started playing it. I was like, oh man, this is fucking this is rough. And I do understand that it, it can be. It, a lot of people will probably find this game rough, but it yeah. is like exactly my shit. Well, and that's the thing, and and
0: that's what I was talking about, how, like, today, I really was, like, in last night when I was writing my notes down after I finished playing and kind of updating it throughout the day. I... We have played some really fucking bad games on this podcast. Yeah. We have played some trash. And... This is not trash. It's not. There are things that I I, I, I think the ghost movements are unfair. I think not having a difficulty variability in this is very cruel, especially when the ghosts kind of come across as unfair. And then I also think that you don't get enough healing materials. As someone who has played a lot of survival horror on this podcast and in general, like, I am used to being crunched on healing materials. Like, I'm used to Resident Evil not getting a lot of green herbs. I'm used to, like, Silent Hill and the med kits and everything. But in this one, I felt it was incredibly cruel that the Purple Mirror thing that kind of is like a one-time revive, that you could only carry one with you. There was no storage system. So, like, if you if the night changed over, it went away. And you get to backtrack to get it. And luckily, I was killing other ghosts, so I didn't run into any more ghosts. But, like, it's a huge pain in the ass. And that goes into another complaint that I had about gameplay is that, like, we are in the same area the whole time. Like, and yes, Resident Evil 1 we're in Spencer Mansion, right? But like, I, I felt like Spencer Mansion was more fleshed out than this mansion was. Which I think is kind of an incredible thing because this game came out way after OG Resident Evil. Um, but yeah. And then the other thing too, so camera upgrading. You get points when you kill the ghost. You get points when you take snapshots of ghosts. Uh, I only, I maxed out range and speed and I unlocked paralyze.
1: Oh, you should have done a power first. I told you I, I gave you an order. I said do power. Well, I did paralyze because they
0: kept fucking moving on me and I want and I wanted them to stop moving.
1: Oh, see, I did push, so as soon as the, if they got like right up in my face, I knew I could just like whack that button and yeah, I'll want to push back. them off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just I feel like the camera is very interesting, but I feel like not having Hmm, how do I say this? Resident Evil 4, you upgrade your weapons with like pesos, right? Yeah. And sometimes enemies will drop pesos and it's a very young amount. But on the map, there are treasures. There are, There is money to be found on the map that is consistent unless you're doing like a randomized run, right? My problem with this is this motherfucker I was watching by the end of night 2 had his motherfucking camera like almost maxed out like he had the basic stats max and he had two of the powers.
1: And I'm sitting here with three oh, dots. Oh yeah, that's definitely a new that's definitely a new gameplay. And I
0: have three dots in each of the things and that was it.
1: Uh so by the end of the first night I had power and speed completely maxed and push. And then the second night I finished range.
0: Yes. I don't know. I, and that's what I'm saying. Like I I definitely think a big part of the problem too, is I pushed it off. So I had to keep going. Right. I think there were things I could have learned that I could have gone back and kind of polished up on. Mm -hmm. Um, but one, I was crunched on time and two, I didn't like the map. I didn't like all the fucking backtracking you had to do. I didn't like how it literally would have you go take a picture of something to run across the map, to go grab something, to run all the way back. It had nothing in between. No ghost encounters. No bullshit. No nothing. Just a, a row. Oh,
1: you never had you never had the random ghost encounters.
0: Sometimes I did, but I would say it was once like, for those runbacks I'm talking about, like going to get those like stones to put into the door frames. I would yeah. say one out of every four. So uh, I would say seventy five percent of the time it was like nothing in between. So it was literally uh, was, just the boring ass runbacks.
1: I was getting them like not all the time, but I would have at least one. But well, maybe that was the reason why I was like. Well, so I, the thing is, is I would also, like, make sure, like, I'm checking every room and, like...
0: Well, this guy was, too. That's how I got all the, the, the journal entries. I don't <laughs> know. I don't, well, and I think that is actually a really good pro for the gameplay, is that, like, there are some things that are consistent, like, when you walk into rooms and certain ghosts pop up and you take snapshots of them. But, like, there were times where he would have a ghost pop up and it wouldn't pop up for me. Or a ghost pop up for me it wouldn't pop up for him, and it sounds like that thing same thing happened to you.
1: Also, I will say I did once I found out you could only pick up one of those, like Mirrors. revive whatever yeah. you want to call it. I would, if I had an extra, if there was an extra one on the map that I knew about, I wouldn't heal. That's and smart. And then that way, that's When smart. the the ghost took me down, I knew okay. Yeah. Now I'm now I have because I
0: handle. didn't die until the end of night two.
1: I got hit. I uh, um, I got I
0: got hit, but I never died until the end of night two, that final boss. Because I actually Knight? I didn't have a hard time with the first night's boss. Like even when no, he the like dropped it, like dropped it so you couldn't see anything. I was yeah. able to just kind of like keep the camera focused and look for him and do it that way. So I was really really blessed in that regard. And <clears throat> I don't know. It's just, and that's the reason why this score is not going to be as bad as what you were thinking. Because I, I have to be pragmatic, and it's just like. Part of the issue was the way I approached the game. That's entirely on me. And there are a lot of mechanics here that I think are going to be good. And I'm thinking back to, like, Martian Gothic, right? Where, like, we talked about there's a lot of very interesting things when it comes to Martian Gothic. It's just not executed well. I
1: will say, I know that point system is, like, it's that is, like, through the entire series.
0: Okay, so I need to get better at zero shot.
1: Yes, yes. You need to, yes, yes. Do some zero
0: shotting right. please. Any last thoughts on gameplay?
1: No, I mean um, healing wise and stuff, and like not having a storage system. I, I didn't really mind or it because you could like
0: drop shit like in Zero, Resident Evil Zero. Well,
1: see, that's the thing is the the only thing that mattered that you like couldn't pick up. Well, I guess film, but at that point, if I had ninety nine, I was like, I oh, never. Right, had well, just
0: film you bastard.
1: I there's literally I was so a bad po- at taking
0: shots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There was
1: literally a point when I had ninety nine of the like. St- second from the best film that I was like, the red oh, I ones? guess I just, yeah, where I was just like, I guess God. I have to use this film now because I haven't been using it. Because <laughs> I, I had I had a system where while I was walking around, I would have the lowest film. Yeah, I blue, would.
0: taking your basic shots. Yes, me too. Yeah.
1: And then depending on the the ghosts that would show up, I would switch it. If it oh, was by a night two, maiden... I was
0: literally only using green. Like green was like oh. basic. Green was like, we're starting out with green.
1: I used blue, right up till the end when that floating head comes at you and when you're like walking through the attic yeah i just blew it and it was dead in like a shot (laughs) whatever
0: well it's about time this happened because i didn't have issues with silent hill i didn't have obviously an issue with resident evil it's kind of like my bread and butter so it's about time i hit a a survival horror franchise where the game you were far better at gameplay than me
1: yeah i uh i struggled i struggled I will say, um, th- this is kind of... I Because I want us both to start Fatal Frame 2 in the same spot, knowing the same stuff. Mm-hmm. I have read that there is a lot of not sudden, like one-hit deaths in Fatal Frame 2. Good. That you have to... Basically, it's just like run away from stuff. Kind of like when uh, we came across Kiri. In yes. A, and we had to like run, run away from her that out. one time. If she touched you, obviously you died. And at the end, you died if you didn't like run and pick up the... the the mirror yeah i only know that because i was curious and i was like I looked it up in the walkthrough or whatever but uh okay yeah i, I don't know gameplay wise like i <laughs> i know this game gameplay wise isn't for everybody but it is like exactly my shit cool and i loved it i'm happy for you i was like
0: i i am legitimately 100 <laughs> i'm not no tongue-in-cheek i am legitimately happy for you
1: so there there was a point at in night two God where i night was two like was
0: fucking rough dude like night three i had the most deaths but night two was the night of walking around and checking everything five fucking times
1: see for me it was like, I fucking night two is like my favorite no i way. love fighting those blind night maids. two it was, just like was such a nice night
0: two was when i realized i, think I, I texted you at the end of the night two and i was like i have fucking played myself
1: <laughs> yep and but like so for me there was a point where i was like okay i only need like Two thousand, or it was a couple thousand points. I'm just gonna walk around this map and I will fight the uh, fight ghosts until I get it, and then I'll keep going on with the story. So I just like ran, did laps around, and like basically did an RPG and like just grinded out some points. It was great. I loved it.
0: (laughs) I gave gameplay six and a half. You're a psychotic person.
1: Uh, I gave it an eight.
0: Okay. Audio. I don't have a lot to say here.
1: I kind of do. All right, go for it. Uh, not, not really. So I don't think the soundtrack was very strong, but at the same time, it's the time, same
0: fucking thing the whole goddamn time. Yes. For but f- for for six hours, yeah. Maybe it changed when yeah. a ghost popped up, but it was the same thing.
1: Yes. So that's my thing. Is it's very boring. A ghost pops up and it gets good. It never gets like memorable. I mean, except for the blind maiden. Um, yeah. The, I I think the blind maiden was fantastic, and the voice acting was okay. Not really bad. It's bad, especially the if little people, girl thing. The thing.
0: Is people shit on Titus, and I? Think it blows my mind to hear people shit on the voice acting in Final Fantasy X because I think it's really good, and then I hear this, and I was like, "So if you think Final Fantasy X's voice acting is bad, what is this then?"
1: Yeah, I. I yes, this this is bad. It's bad. Um. Yeah, I. i I don't know if that's like
0: localization or like just but when you really have one character kind of leading your narration for the most part and it sounds like she doesn't give a fuck why should i you got a problem yeah so this is my lowest category i gave it a four
1: i also gave it a four it is also my lowest
0: how scary you're the game guy you can pick
1: oh i'll go first yeah sure um I have to look at our game list before I actually make these bold claims. <laughs> um
0: so you'll notice just, in subgenre I have it under ghosts, and I am willing to have you convince me that it should be religion.
1: I mean it's I think it has just as much to do with religion as the black cats. I agree,
0: but I want you to give me the the logic behind it. Um, I think the someone logic... would look at it and say Oh, you're it's a ghost fighting game. ghosts but i want you to so, I want you to vocalize it for our listeners
1: y- these are in order yes
0: uh as we have played them
1: okay so let me see when was the last time until dawn until dawn control is just its own beast control i'm not even is gonna different. include yeah um until dawn was probably the last game i played that was like as scary as this to me um I found myself. I am willing to admit part of it is nostalgia from when I first played it, Um,
0: and that factors into. We've always said that. We always said, like even with some of the movies, like it it factors in. It plays a a, a, it plays a part. So
1: actually, now now that you've played this game, I can tell you exactly. Um, So when you're playing as Mafuyu, and she comes up behind you and is like super creepy and like kills you. Uh, we had the great power outage of Ontario of like two thousand five or whatever, and we lost power for three days. And it was the middle of the night, and I was playing that. And then all the power went out in Ontario, and I was like, "Well, fuck! I am not sleeping tonight," um, because you have to remember in two thousand five, this game looked amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think I think it still did. I, I do think it still did.
1: It looked okay. The, some of the that like hands were really weird. Yeah, but, but that's I mean, we've played. That's PS two.
0: We also. Yeah. You know, Review games for the looks no, because no, no. we're reviewing things from way across the spectrum, so it's hard to do. Yeah, that. um,
1: but honestly, like I still find this game freaky and scary, and it it there's a lot of tension involved in it when there is nothing happening, and you go into another room, and then you hear like the blinded woman, for example, the piano so, like, player
0: playing as you walk towards him, it just hits a keynote and drops off.
1: No, I, uh... I I, think it is very good ghost horror, especially in a video game. I don't think we get that a lot. We don't. So I, I, I do think it is while the game itself overall isn't the best I think it's like it, it is very special and I can see why they wanted to kind of continue the series on and I, I, I do think this game is You mentioned this is scary. the
0: scariest thing that you have played on the podcast since Until Dawn For me it's since Dead Space 2 uh, I did find this scary. I did find myself playing with the lights out. And honestly, by the time I finished playing last night, I turned the lights on because it is scary. Yes, I was watching a video walkthrough, but when they walked into a room, I would pause the video and walk into it myself so I could experience yeah. it. Because I found out very quickly there's a lot of things that were happening. And I think that's why I missed a lot of the fast pictures too because like I wasn't ready for them. And yeah. I was not good at the controls. If you've listened, you know that. <laughs> but like there's a basketball that falls down the stairs there's like running, oh, dude, running, across, terrifying. running across the ceilings sharp camera changes like that's why like, i i there's a part of me that does feel like it's ghosts because i feel like this is very paranormal horror but there's obviously the, the the whole idea behind it though is this religious cult trying to sacrifice a girl to keep the malice at bay so that's why i think that religion is fine um it's scary it it is legitimately scary it is and like i was playing with headphones which i highly recommend playing because getting the sound effects through it and it was legitimately scary and it was honestly the part that kept me going when i started getting tired or i started getting frustrated is that like even when i had died i had to go back and like redo sections right it was scary, or like I would write down on my notepad like where I was finding the purple mirrors, so I could go back and find them after I died because I was dying a lot, and like I was terrified of ghosts popping up. Yeah, it it was a very cool scary game, and I was very appreciative. I feel like a lot of times these games we play on the pod that might be based around horror media, but them actually being scary. Is kind of a toss up. I think that's why, like, The Forest is just a survival game, but there's so many elements to it that make it scary. You know what I mean? And that's, and this is, I think this is the first time in a while that we've had a horror, a survival horror game that actually nailed that horror element. And I commend you for picking it. Um, I'm I'm very excited to play the next one. I gave it an eight. I was really impressed.
1: I also gave it an eight. I, I do agree. Obviously, it is. Uh, it is ghosts first and foremost. Um it's our podcast,
0: religion's fine.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's ghosts slash religion. Um obviously ghosts is like a big thing in this it's like the series is ghosts. I just uh the main reason I actually wanted to play this one is to play two because yeah. I have heard nothing but amazing things about two since it came out, but I just I had never gotten around to playing it. All right, ready. And ready? I know it's okay. uh, no, no, it's okay. And I I know it is uh. I I've heard some really fucking freaky things about it, so I'm excited. Cool.
0: Reviewing the scores for plot, I gave it a five. You gave it a six. For gameplay, I gave it a six and a half. You gave it an eight. For audio, I gave it a four, and as did you. And for how scary, we both gave it eights. That gives it a. Here's Johnny' final score of a sixty-two. I think that's fair i think it's fair too actually i'm actually surprised it's that fair based on like how we were scoring stuff um it is in a tie with two things it's in a tie with two films the boy from 2016 and the original night of living dead right below it we actually have the black cat from last week bloodborne (laughs) friday the 13th part three friday the 13th final chapter uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica Scream 4 and the X-Files movie and then right above it we have the Suspiria remake, Resident Evil 5 and Nosferatu Wrath of Malachi. I would play played this before I played Nosferatu Wrath of Malachi. Yeah, I can tell you that. Fucking tell, yeah, you, me too. fucking tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that is our review of Fatal Frame. Thank you everybody for hanging out with us. If you have any thoughts or emails you want to send our way, head it over to us. We're going to play a commercial from a member podcast of the Kaleidoscope Media Network, and then head on in to the closing.
1: Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters. Sociopathic villains. Cold-blooded murders. And nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff.
0: We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies.
1: Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny.
0: So Justin, next week we are taking a break from religion, and it's not because we're getting off schedule. This is planned, people.
1: That's later. Come on.
0: That that has not happened yet. It will happen eventually. But no, it is our Halloween mini-season, and um, if you didn't listen to our show preview for this season a couple weeks ago, in order, we'll be reviewing Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus 2. Those will be kind of be special reviews. Obviously, we're not going to rate them as how scary because that's not what they're intended to be uh, then we're going to do phasmophobia we'll be joined by rachel and her partner randy it'll be the first time we actually had randy on here with both of us because i know he came in and helped when i was dealing with dante's sickness way it's, back it's when doing Phasmophobia. doing fast that's absolutely correct. one of your yeah. special episodes that he puts together um so I'm really excited to do that. And then we're going to do Halloween 5, and then we're going to do Halloween Ends. Um, and that's our Halloween content for you. We are working on something that might... Will probably, based on what I'm kind of thinking right now, Justin, I think we might just drop it as like a bonus episode. Okay. Because the other content we're doing is pretty easy.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think we need to push and it. We're, yeah,
0: we're already dropping weeks because we're going to be double reviewing the next two weeks anyway. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. So we, we actually kind of gave ourselves time for it, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and you saw that we have access.
1: Yeah, I did. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, Hocus Pocus next week. I'm very, very, very excited. It's one of my all-time favorite Halloween time movies. Uh, I'm really excited for the sequel. I'm hoping it's good um justin any last
1: thoughts um man uh yeah so I, the next game we're gonna be playing like fully full, uh, the regular game we're gonna be because we're, we're coming back from halloween with shadow hearts yeah um let me know if you have played it because i don't know like anybody who's played this game Tony, except for yeah we should reach what out for, are
0: you in the reach new clan discord
1: Yes, I think so.
0: That might be the place to ask.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I've I know Shadow Hearts and its prequel kind of uh man, I'm gonna butcher this it's like Cold or something like that. Yeah. It's ps it's a PS1 game. Is like super big over at Dread too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see if anybody's got some uh ties with Shadow Hearts or anything or like cool. thoughts about it. Um it's weird. It's definitely got a vibe a horror vibe to it mm-hmm. even in like the hour or two that I've played uh, I'm gonna be interested in how it scores though uh-huh. I'm very very interested
0: uh for myself last thoughts on this episode um thank you to my good friend Casey for hooking up the ps3 and answering my call at eight o'clock on a Sunday morning uh matt sorry i called you pretentious but you kind of are you don't always have to read books that are written by literary professors young adult is okay uh and justin i swear to god i will never again not take you seriously and keep pushing a game until <laughs> 16 67 hours before the fucking review is due i will never ever ever do that again uh,
1: i will say on the plus side I'm you going know, to I sleep
0: she... so well tonight. Literally, we're going to wrap this up. I'm going in there, taking my pants off, <laughs> opening the window because it's like 40 fucking degrees outside, and going to bed.
1: It's 24 here Fuck right
0: now. Fuck yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Fall is here, baby. Enjoy <laughs> it. Guys, thank you for hanging out with us. And until next time, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's JohnnyCast and you can find Larry
1: at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing and you can email the show at Here's Johnny podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny podcast.
0: As always in the show notes, you can find links to the discord and to the website. It all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers, so head on and look at that.
1: But until next week, see you guys later.